Welcome to the Hat Soil Health Podcast, a production of Hoosier Ag Today and made possible by the Indiana Conservation Cropping Systems Initiative, a program of the Indiana Conservation Partnership. Once a month, we'll spotlight the many efforts around Indiana by CCSI and its many partners to improve soil health on Indiana cropland. Here's the host of the Hat Soil Health Podcast, Eric Pfeiffer. Welcome in. Thanks for downloading and thanks for listening to the Hat Soil Health Podcast. This month's podcast is a continuation of last month's where we speak with Ben Wicker, the Executive Director of the Indiana Agriculture Nutrient Alliance, and also Alan Dean. Alan is a Northwest Ohio farmer. He does a lot of work in Northeast Indiana. He's also a cover crop seed dealer, so we get his perspective there as well. Today we're talking about the 2017 Census of Agriculture and the good news that was in that census for conservation practices. Here's the rest of our conversation here on the Hat Soil Health Podcast, presented by the Conservation Cropping Systems Initiative. Ben, let's talk about this a little bit. A uh, news release from, from your agency that we put up on HoosierAgToday.com, and obviously the Census of Agriculture was recently released, and it seems as though good news for uh, cover crop acreage, for the uh, increase of conservation tillage acres in Indiana, uh, I, I would love to take credit, but we just started this uh, this podcast back like six months ago, so it, it wasn't around to spread the news about about conservation practices prior to the 2017 census. But it seems like we're moving in the right direction here. Yeah, that was was really exciting to see. Um, you know, uh, uh, a, a really good opportunity to take a look and um, you know see what what farmers were were reporting as far as the the types of practices that. They were using on their acres, and um, you know, uh, I, I think it does really speak to um, you know. While, while you're right, this podcast, you know, maybe uh, you know wasn't uh, wasn't around in the 2017, but it certainly you know certainly is uh, uh, a sign, right, of, of a lot of the effort and the attention that that's being being paid, and uh, you know, the, the the different ways we're getting news out there, but. Uh, you know, just what we saw, what we saw in trends, you know, from uh, from that five year period from 2012 to, to 2017, um, you know, was uh, uh, an overall increase in the number of farmers and, and particularly the number of acres, um, you know, that had, were really transitioning from a from a conventional tillage system into a conservation tillage system, um, you know, about a 33% increase across the whole state of Indiana, going from about 3 million acres of, of acres that were said in 2012 that were said to be, you know, um, using a conservation tillage to just over 4 million acres in, in 2017. You know, uh, right along with that, you know, was guys talking about a drop in the amount of conventional tillage acres as well, or a nearly 20% decrease in those in those acres, um, and and paired paired right with that was um, you know a, a really significant increase in the amount of cover crop acres. So um, when we look at it on a percentage basis, you know compared to other states, you know Indiana didn't have as high a percentage increase, but you know we started from a lot higher base number than many of our neighbors, and so um, you know as as those numbers continue to rise. Um, you know, we're going to see, uh, you know, we're going to, those, those percentage gains are going to be harder to, harder to achieve, but, you know, nearly a million acres of cover crops reported in that 2017 census, you know, a 57% increase in the total acres overall. And, and to me, the other really exciting part to, to see that, um, you know, was, was looking at the, the breakdown, uh, the breakdown in the, you know, 
the, the number of farmers that are adopting the practice and, and general increases as well, as well as broad increases across all sizes of farms. And so we saw, um, you know, for both, uh, both conservation tillage as well as, uh, as well as cover crops, you know, we saw all sizes of farms from, you know, less than 200 acres to those that are, that are, are less than 200 acres to those that are, that are more than 2000 acres, um, you know, increases in, in adoption of that practice. And in fact, you know, uh, Amongst our, our very largest, amongst our very largest farms, you know, probably the uh, the, the single largest uh, percentage increase, you know, and almost a just nearly a hundred percent increase in the amount of cover crop acres uh, that are being adopted by those farmers that are that have greater than than two thousand acres. You know, we we still have um, you know we still have a, a ways to go, you know, in order to uh, to really reach our goals of of seeing more cover crop acres across more. Uh, and uh, and more th- more things growing more often across the state of Indiana, but um, you know, uh, being able to compare this with the tillage transect data that's done by the Indiana Conservation Partnership every year, and um, you know that has also been tracking these trends, it, it lined up really well, and it's it's pretty exciting to see that uh, see that boost. We are uh, in the cover crop seed business over here in northwestern Ohio, and we continue to see growth. Uh, the cover crop seed business, uh, farmers continue to increase acres over here. And another thing that's very interesting is farmers are starting to look beyond a single species cover crop. Uh, typically, that used to be uh, cereal rye or annual ryegrass and radishes. Uh, now we're starting to see some very large mixes where farmers are trying to grow some nitrogen uh, with these cover crops and uh, are having some pretty good success with it. And, and Alan, I just kind of want to throw in here, obviously we know, being in the business that we're in, farmers are very passionate about what they do. But it seems as though when I speak with farmers that, that are, are active and participate in conservation practices, the cover crops, uh, the no-till systems, it, it seems like that that really is a passion, and there's a passion to share it. And that has to be attributed somewhat to the growth that we've seen over that five-year stretch, right? Absolutely. You know, as uh, as we get more comfortable with cover crops and have a better understanding uh, how they uh, can work with our soils and how we can get our soils to uh, uh, function a little bit better than what they have in the past, uh, it's it's very encouraging. And uh, farmers, um, you know, they're they're very interested in doing what's right. Um, over here in Ohio, you know, we've got the problems with Lake Erie, and, and that is a big concern with uh, a lot of farmers, and we definitely don't want to see uh, any regulation coming our way that, that we're going to have to adapt to that regulation. I'd agree with, I'd agree with Alan, and I think for, for, farmers, for farmers, you know, what, what drives that passion, you know, in, in my mind a lot of times is, you know, when they, when they begin to see the results and when they begin to see a, a problem that they maybe had on their farm, you know, beginning to be answered, you know, by these, by these practices. And so, you know, while we have had, you know, lots and lots of, of winter erosion, you know, I've seen the light bulb for some guys begin to go off in places where it's like, okay, well, I know this is a problem across my field. Nobody, you know, as I'm going out to spray my, my burn down this spring, nobody likes bouncing you know bouncing across those gullies and those ruts right in in our sprayer and so beginning to think about what are the things that i can be doing you know that's gonna if we're gonna have another winter like that you know 
next year or you know sometime in the next five years you know what are the sorts of things i can do and you know where we can see where you know things like planting those cover crops reducing the intensity of our tillage uh you know are able to help uh able to help address that you know guys get pretty excited about being able to being able to solve uh, solve problems right on their on their farm it's been kind of interesting, you know, uh, we worked with some of these farmers in our business uh, for probably eight to ten years now. Most of them started out with just, you know, a few acres, and uh, like Ben was saying, uh, today, you know, we've got some farmers that are doing 4,000 acres of cover crops now. Uh, so they've come a long ways, and, and every year we get a better understanding uh, how we can make this work, and, and we're constantly searching for... Uh, better methods to, to make it work. Thank you guys so much for joining us on today's podcast. I, I really do think that this trend that we have going in this direction from the, the ag census in 2017, uh, I, I don't think it was really that big of a surprise given that, that there's just so much conversation and so much uh, hype around this because of those benefits that you mentioned, Ben, and some of the things that you've talked about as well, Alan. It really is good news for the industry, and I thank you guys so much for joining us today here on the Soil Health Podcast so that we could discuss some of those victories that we have and really try to spread the word about some more. And last thing here, I'll finish with this. This is something that I typically ask on each podcast, and that's your recommendations for someone who is looking to get into using cover crops, into starting a no-till system, uh, some of the things that, that they can do to really get started. And, Alan, I'll start with you on that. Absolutely. I think it's really important that a farmer, a beginning farmer, has a plan. And to develop that plan, I think you need to get with somebody who can mentor you a little bit. who has got some years' experience. And uh, we just really enjoy working with farmers and doing this. And uh, we like to follow through on their success, you know, uh, later in the season to see how everything's doing. So, um, you know, I think that's most important. Team up with another person that's got the experience and got some knowledge and uh, let them mentor you, mentor you to, to, to do what you're trying to accomplish. And, and Alan, just for, for this particular year where we have such uh, erosion out there, what should their plan be? If we've got someone who's like, you know what, I'm just I'm, I'm fed up with this, I'd like to try to do something, is there a specific plan that they should have to reduce some of this erosion, something that they can do to start out with? Yeah, you know, um, they're going to have to go back and probably have to use a field cultivator or some of these people I think are going to have to use some bulldoze, bulldozers and earth movers to move some of this soil back up the, up the hill and get it put back in place and then go ahead and plant your crop, you know, whether it's corn or soybeans, and then make sure you have a plan in place that this fall – you can definitely get a cover crop on. And probably it would really help if you could eliminate any type of tillage. And, Ben, from your standpoint, people getting started, obviously resources are abundant here in Indiana as this is a, you know, lead, one of the leading states in these conservation practices. Absolutely. So, um, you know, folks are, I, you know, uh, I'll just build on, on what, Alan, uh, what Alan shared of, you know, starting with a plan and, um, you know, making sure you have, have that, you know, right advisor, whether it's a, 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 neighboring, a neighboring farmer who has experience, you know, the, the seed salesman that, uh, uh, that, knows, that knows what's going on, the certified crop advisor, the, the conservation staff, 
you know, that can that can help, you know, help you understand how to do that. But then also from a, from a farmer perspective, you know, really make sure that, um, you know, as you're developing that plan, you know, you're going to understand how, you know, these practices are going to fit within fit within your operation, what you're going to have to uh, have to adjust. And, you know, for, for us on our farm, uh, you know, for the longest time, we talked about, you know, one of the, the barriers we thought we had was was manpower, right? How are we going to be able to to seed seed an additional cover crop in the fall? Uh, or an additional crop in the fall with everything else we have going on at, at harvest, right? And, and we made the realization of, well, you know, back when we used to, to chisel plow or to rip or, you know, other things like that back in the fall, you know, that, that was really a concern. We figured out how to how to add that operation in and taking a similar mindset of, okay, well, we're really just replacing you know, what we used to sometimes do as a fall tillage practice now with this practice and, you know, dedicating the time and the resource to, to get that done and being able to, to see the benefits. But, you know, understand how you can begin to begin to shift, shift your operations uh, in order to accommodate that, have that plan and, and make sure you've got the resources there. They're going to help you along the way. Uh, you know, particularly when uh, when Mother Nature throws you curveballs like she has been here for the last uh, uh, last couple of years in particular. I think another great thing for farmers to, uh, especially beginning farmers, to look at is throughout the summer there'll be a lot of great field days uh, uh, with cover crops involved with those field days, and I think attending those field days can really give a person some pretty good insight on what you can do. And at the same time, you're going to be there with some farmers that do have some experience and uh, it's a good time to uh, talk with those people. That's really good advice I think too Alan because you know once you once you start to kind of peel the veil back a little bit and, and get down to just really what it is that 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 guys are talking about when they begin to adopt these practices of you know what what actual you know what seeding looks like what termination looks like you know what that overall management what that overall management is going to do and and you recognize that you know it's a lot of things that you're pretty familiar that you're pretty familiar with a farmer with already um you know i think that can take some of the the daunting challenge out of it when you kind of understand how it's going to fit into the whole picture and and field days and uh and that network's a, a great way to uh great way to take that mystery away yeah you talk about the networking that's kind of kind of an interesting thing i know when we started this business you know uh, didn't know too many people in the cover crop business but today we network with people all over the country and it's really nice to be able to draw on their uh their experiences and uh you know we can bring a lot of that stuff right back home and and do it ourselves alan dean ben wicker thank you both so much for joining us on uh, this month's edition of the hoosier ag today soil health podcast presented by the conservation cropping systems initiative of indiana thank you both so much for what you do and for sharing uh, your work uh, with with our listeners today thank you very good appreciate talking to you Thanks for having me on. Again, my thanks to Ben Wicker and Alan Dean for joining us on the Hat Soil Health Podcast from the Conservation Cropping Systems Initiative. And let's take a look at the CCSI Soil Health Events calendar coming up June 4th through the 6th, a three-day soil health training to be held in West Lafayette. And then on the week of July 22nd, Advanced Soil Health Systems Equipment Setup and Modifications for Trainings available again the week of July 22nd. You can find more information by visiting ccsin.org and you can also sign up to receive the Soil Health Events newsletter so these events head straight to your inbox. Thanks for joining us on this edition of the Hat Soil Health Podcast presented by the Conservation Cropping Systems Initiative. 
I'm Eric Pfeiffer. This has been a production of Hoosier Ag Today, Indiana's leading farm network.